Thanks so much for tuning in to Last Rockers TV, the podcast. I'm Erin Micklow, and since 2017, I've been traveling the world interviewing punk rock bands and filming their live sets for my DIY video interview show on YouTube. So if you'd like to see this interview and video, head over to Erin Micklow on YouTube to watch. And if you're interested in advertising your products or brand on this channel, you can email me at lastrockerstv at gmail.com. And lastly, if you'd like to further support my DIY outlet, please subscribe, share this podcast, and leave a review so I can keep creating this content for you. Thanks again for being here. Here at Rebellion with the Lambrini Girls. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Lily from Lambrini Girls. Hi, I'm Uncle Stevens, Lingonberry Jam. Nice to meet you. <laughs> you girls were great today. I actually, so I was walking by and I was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I was walking by to go to the toilet and I was like, what is everybody waiting for here? And then I run into my friend Johnny Wawa and I was like, who's about to play? He's like, have you seen these girls? And I was like, no, who are they? And he's like, they're fucking amazing. Like, stay for a couple songs at least. And I, I like, I'm watching you and I'm just like, holy shit, these girls are so fucking cool. Did you piss yourself? No, no, no. I went to the bathroom before. It was before you guys, your set had started. Well, and so all the fun. photographers were in the pit and they were waiting and I like cut through the pit to go. And I was like, who? I was kind of wondering. I was like, you know, there's a lot of photographers here right now. Who's who's playing? Who's who's the band that's playing? The room was full. Lots of photographers. And it was you girls. Cool. So bon appetit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Have some toilet wine. It was an experience to see. I mean, you open up and you immediately jump off the stage and into the crowd. It's a weird one. Like, I think because so you get so many different like responses, right? Like, Rebellion Festival. It's a great festival because it attracts so many different demographics. Like, you got young people who are punks. You got old people, mature people who are punks. Um, and the one thing that you do notice, if if you know, if you play a show and you're playing to sort of like eighteen to thirty year olds. People will just absolutely like fucking boot it and be like, let's go, let's have it. And then you've got, you know, a more mature generation of punks that we're very thankful for because without you, then the genre wouldn't have continued. But tend to be a bit more sort of reserved when you're playing. I don't even think it was that age related, you know. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, when I was in the crowd, I was like trying to bump into people, but I ended up just feeling really bad because people were like, oh, sorry. I was like, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me for my misgiving. Um, yeah, no, but like it was fun. And then there was like a little pit of like, like legends just at the front, like, what? Let's go. Yeah, about um, three songs in. There was one yeah. guy I would like to apologise to. I don't know who he was, but um, I like jumped over the barrier, and then um, one guy like got my foot, and I was like, okay, I'm getting a boost up here. Nice. And then I went to the other guy, take my foot, and he didn't know what I was doing. And he just didn't know how to hold it. And he was like, Wah! and I was like, let me down, hold my foot. And he just didn't know what to do. And then I just told him to fuck off. <laughs> but it was fun.
is pretty much it. I mean, you do know how to command command a room, um, and especially being you know a female a female band. Like I would imagine that like I experience it doing my show as a female, and as a female, sometimes people just think they scoff like, oh, and oh. <laughs> you girls come yeah. in and just blow the roof off. I think we do get a lot of that, and like it's it's a weird one to balance because obviously like like me and Lil's like we both like we find like with with the band it's it's a place where we can be ourselves but that's also something you do have to work for and being you know women and queer people in the industry something that you do find a lot is that people not necessarily will be like wow like wow scoff at you but what they do do is they just do not really think that you are the one making the decisions like yeah it's like a weird little like microaggressions almost like our, our drummer was literally just saying maybe about an hour ago she was like i got my first ever non-gender specific compliment today because she was like i usually get oh like you're the best like female drummer i've ever seen like, you're the best girl drummer i've ever seen and like like we're femme presenting but like none of us are like really necessarily cis you know so it's like it, that's already kind of shitty um but i think we do feel it that you get taken a lot less seriously as well mm-hmm. like especially in terms of like music and stuff like people tend to not really like ask us about any of our music like it's always just kind of about when did you learn to play your instruments yeah and like we've yeah and we've kind of learned to make a joke of it and be like we'll learn it in one day mate like yeah. we didn't but people are very quick to believe that and like it's, it has genuinely been published in like magazines and yeah. stuff that we just picked up our <laughs> on Christmas day. One day on Christmas day me and Phoebe each got a bass and a guitar for Christmas <laughs> and we were like let's start a band the shag style the shag style but, <laughs> like that was in Corona I think yeah it was, it was and it's fucking bollocks because like <laughs> I think also like an example we had of it was when um, we played a show in Reading and um, Lily's lovely boyfriend, Jack, um, filled in on drums for us, and we had a, a, a cis male driver oh, yeah. as well. And we, like, rock up to this show. Bear in mind that me and Lily are Lambruni girls. Like, this is this is the this brand is that it, you baby. see. This Here's is us. what you get. This is it. This, this is what it says on the tin. So we pull up to play this show. We pull up in a car. We get out, and we're like, hello, we're Lambruni girls. And I'm not fucking kidding you. The promoter walks past us. I was like, oh, hey, girls. And he just goes up to Jack, Lily's boyfriend, who is depping for us, filling in on drums, and our male driver, and goes, you're right, you're right, guys. How you doing? How you doing, boys? Like that. And it was like, they are not the fucking band. We're the fucking band. But this is what happens. If there is any chance for any, like, cis male in the industry to avoid... Treating women equally, it's not like, it's not conscious. It's not conscious, but they feel threatened when they see... We had it, to be honest, I'm going to be honest here. We had it today. Like, Mm. I'm the tour manager, so I do all the scheduling, I do all the travel booking, etc. But we have a driver. Yeah, So the guy that was helping you out while you were on stage. Yeah, he's a fucking incredible, like, lovely, lovely person. He does so much for us and is also just a fucking queer legend. Like, we love him to pieces. We love you, Max. Again, we arrive and it's like the wristbands and the tokens and everything organizational gets handed straight to him behind me. He's behind me and he gets handed over my shoulder. I'm like, thank you, I'll have that. Yeah, that was from security. So when we got there, they were just like, there you go, mate. And it was like, 
it's Max just isn't that's... in the book. Yeah, that sort of shit was just like we get it all the time. Like anything, yeah. like remotely related to like organization or like, you know, like we don't actually get treated like we are the band. Oh, yeah. Or, like, you know, in it's any like kind someone's of managing us or someone's like, it's kind of like and we're it's there. always the male presenting yeah. person. We had one tour time. that we did like a year ago, like this time last year. And it was fucking sick because it was me and Lily, our old drummer, who was AFAB, um, um, and our driver um, was a woman. And um, I remember like pulling up to a show and like the fucking promote was just like, Whoa! Because it's like there's no like there's no one for them that they think that is on it's their like level. Their brain just yeah. short They're like, what, what do I do? Like, oh, there's not a man here. Like, no, blah, what the blah, blah, fuck blah. is going on? Who let these who let these guys Who's out of the kitchen? Who's letting these women drive oh by themselves? Somebody help them! Ah! So that was fun. <laughs> I feel that though. Like I remember when I first started doing my show, um, my ex-husband was was my partner in it, and people would look to him for the answers. And it's like this is my show. They thought they thought I was just the on-camera personality, and it's like no, no, no. I'm in the photo. But he's pit. he's the mastermind behind he's, it. Yeah, yeah, he's the brains behind it all, darling. <laughs> and then everyone was like, oh, I thought he did the editing. I thought he was in the photo pits filming. It's like no, babe. Yeah. No, babe, it's, it's all me. Yes, the plight. <laughs> so I know how you feel. Yeah. I know how you feel. I think it's I think it's like industry-wide, like across all like entertainment, or like any industry, really. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first people that are to get credit, are, credit men. Are, are men. And then it's like, oh, oh, wait, no, you. Oh, nice one. Like, well done. Well done, darling. Well done. You know, that really Good sets for you. you apart from the rest Good of women because women are incapable. That's it. It's yeah. a narrative that women are incapable and cannot do it without a We're man's help. So then if a woman does, that's deemed as impressive when really, like, every woman can fucking do it. Like, there's no difference between a man and a woman doing it. But because there is, like, a literal rhetoric that women are incapable of doing things without assist Mel's help then you know it becomes impressive and people will be surprised when you can edit or do things that you yeah, do to like, further your fucking career it's like, like dividing <laughs> by zero to them it's like not possible yeah doesn't work can't be no, possible I... <laughs> well so let's talk about I want to talk about some of your musical influences and you know kind of how the band started I don't I don't again don't know much about you yet and I'm excited to have this chat with you because I like your strong personalities and just how you just ripped on stage <laughs> and you're just like you're up there just fucking shit up you're taking your dress off jumping in the crowd <laughs> you're on your period and you're like fuck oh, this yeah. shit <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> and it's like that's the other layer too. It's like we do all of this as women, and then we have our periods, and it's like I'm fucking dying yeah, today. Dying. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> I feel like my vagina's being punched. Oh my god! 
fuck? Yeah. But that probably fuels the performance a little bit more because it's like you're here. Oh, uh, do you know, it doesn't. I Paris wish I was could the worst, say it mate. does, but yeah, I... Yeah, I just, we're on tour so much, and so obviously, by the law of averages, I'm gonna get my period at some Yeah, it happens every month. Yeah. <laughs> every fucking month. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, it's alright. It's alright. Like, we're used to it, aren't we? Yeah. Like, we just gotta get on with it. It happens every month for hey. the majority of our lives, it so. If, if men had periods, they would have four days off a month. Aww. So I do want to though, talk about your musical influences. What has kind of fueled, you know, what you've made the band into today? We've got like pretty different influences. We I'd do, say. yeah, we We've do. Got pretty different music. Buckle up for a, a kebab of music. Um, <laughs> um, I grew up on a lot of Riot Girl. Like I fucking love Kathleen Hanna. I fucking love Sherry Curie. Fucking love Joan Jett. Fucking icons, right? Great. Take your influences and make them something better. The one thing that Riot Girl did do, and I'll say to this, I will say it always, it's not popular. It was very AFAB exclusive. It was quite transphobic, right? And it was what it needed to be at the time. It carved a big, big gap in there for feminism, and it was spearheaded it. But that today would not fly, right? It wasn't intersectional. So for me, a lot of it became about how can we make you know, intersexual feminism, you know, accessible to people who wouldn't listen to it. That's something that's very important to me. Um, you know, the, the, you know, if a song's easy to listen to, um, then the more people are going to listen to what you're saying. Um, so that was always something very big for me. Lily, you know, is, I mean, she basically came in and was like, sick. Let's let's make this music actually good. No, I uh, did not. I did not say no, that. No, she didn't say that, but Nor that's what did she I did. Think that. I thought no. it was already good. I was just like, uh, like, yeah, like we said, like mine and Phoebe's influences are quite different. Like as much as like I, I was a, I am a really big Hole fan, so I love Courtney Love just because she fucking pisses people off, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Okay, and if you're like, yeah, it's just fucking funny, and I love her, um, but. Yeah, other than that, like I have, I have liked right, like I do like right girl music and like Bikini Kill and then like Kathleen Hanna in general and stuff. Um, it's just like you know the kind of music that you are just like really fucking into. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was always actually like embarrassingly so more like the sort of like Steve Albini scene that was like I really liked uh, Shellac, obviously. Um, Nirvana, Lightning Bolt, Jesus Lizard are like a huge band. I lo fucking love Jesus Lizard. So all like quite male heavy. Um, but I think what really sort of turned everything around for me was Kim Gordon like from Sonic Youth because she was obviously very much in that scene and she kind of just went into it and she was like, I'm not a musician. I'm not going to play in a normal tuning. I'm just going to tune my bass to whatever the fuck I want and play. And it was fucking sick. So uh, yeah. Like that sort of stuff, uh, yeah, I'm very much more into like the sort of like noise rock side of things a little bit. Um, but yeah, like feet, like my our music tastes do kind of overlap a little bit. It's just like for sort of like core influences when we're talking. I think we come from different places, which I think works really, really well. I think yeah. it's um, totally necessary as well because it's like, I think if you're two people throwing the same shit at the same wall, then there's nothing different. But if you have, yeah. if you've got multiple shits to throw, <laughs> something's at a wall, gonna stick. Something will stick. 
and yeah. hence why we're here right now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just so fucking dead! So you girls do have a really strong message in a lot of your songs, like listening to your sets, like obviously you address the trans issues, transphobia, and then <laughs> your one song, Help Me, I'm Gay. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. That, t- song was, yeah, that's, that song is quite, like, I sometimes forget, like, because I'm like, oh, help me, I'm gay, because you get so used to playing, and you're like, help me, I'm gay. But then like, I like thought about it the other day, and I was like, we've literally wrote a song called Help Me, I'm gay and like this this girl that I kind of fancied I was at a pub with her and my friend was like yeah Phoebe's Burns like yeah they wrote this song called Help Me I'm Gay and she was like what are the lyrics about and I was like it's like about like the trivialization of like queer people and stuff and then she was like oh I'll google the lyrics and literally every other line it's just the word gay 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 lesbian lesbian gay Freud. gay 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 and I think I like tried to sell sell it to this girl as like, you know, this is like extremely nuanced and you know, it's really tackling an issue here. Which of course is what our intention is. But the lyrics themselves is just gay, gay, lesbian, gay, 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 help me, gay, 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 lesbian. I'm fucking um, gay. Yeah, I'm fucking gay. And then she read it and she was like, Wow, this is amazing. And I could tell that she didn't think that and we've not spoken since. Well, and then the, what you opened with, you opened your set with big dick energy. Yes. <laughs> At first I was like, is that what they're... Yeah. I mean, like it. I like, we do like a big dick, dick energy. energy. It's not, not that, that big. big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, with that song, because uh, everyone was saying big dick energy for a while. Everyone was like, yeah, you've got big dick energy. And that song's been a song for like, I don't know, like two years, <laughs> maybe three, I don't know. But it's about toxic masculinity. But that is... I would say one of my faves. We we like recorded that like a few years ago as part of like a local sort of Brighton band project. And we did it and we were just like, oh, that's a thing. And it went online. Um, and then it was kind of just a bit like, Meh, whatever. So we might at some point re-record it and yeah. do it a bit of justice because it is a banger. Kind of got fucked over on the rights for it. So looking at you, first name, last name, you know who you are. <laughs> what happened with that? Um, uh, I mean, can we say? Can I we mean, say? I guess. I mean, fuck I guess. Him. Yeah. Like, um, I don't think. Yeah, no, because technically, it was, yeah, it fuck was him. Same. Basically, Do we it. um we recorded um for like a like a, a local sort of community based sort of recording studio record, w- label. record label, and um they own like the rights for it forever. So the recording rights they own forever, but we were told three months. So we were like, oh, great, yeah, we'll record it. And then um, we found out that they now own the rights forever. But they only own the recording rights, so we can re-record it and make yeah. it better. But that was a bit it's of a fucking shit. It's just one shit. of those like, classic things where like, you know, you know, if, you're gonna, if you give a musician a contract, like a local like band that's starting out, they're not going to read the fucking contract. You know, like, and like that was very much exploited. And I I don't really know many other like small independent record labels that like actually make you sign your rights away for 
the end of time. Yeah. So yeah. like I th- I wasn't in the band at the time, but I like when when it came to like putting our EP out and like our new label was like, um, oh like we should put that song on and then they were like, oh you can't like you can't and we were like, okay fuck all right so we just did a live version of it basically which is on our EP. Um, but yeah, fuck that guy and fuck that label basically. Yeah. Like read your contracts. Yeah. Read your contracts. Also, legally, I don't think there's anything they can say for that. Like, I think it's absolutely fine because we did sign that and it's in the fine print. So, if you've got a problem with that, um, then you know where to, you know my address. (laughs) And I'll be waiting there with some croissants. talk about um what you girls have coming up for the band well, well probably what we're gonna do is um we will release an ep um in may mm-hmm. um we're letting that breathe for a little bit we're gonna do a music video for one of our songs and we'll probably release that probably late august so late this month exclusive news by the that's way. exclusive news so we won't shout about that on instagram until it's out but you can do that whenever and yeah. then people will be like can't believe you knew about that and we'll be like oh my god um and that'll be great you're but, welcome basically yeah you're welcome which is also the name of our ap which is very good and you should listen to um <laughs> and then write some new music probably release it you know in the new year or something and just be fucking legends we're going on tour with pigs time seven and Gilliband. my favorite band ever Gilliband. they're the best band in the world if there's any like massive bands out there that want to take us on tour we'll do it we'll do it like for cheap no but not that cheap no but, like enough so that we can pay our rent but no more <laughs> give us that. money yeah no if there's any massive bands out there then you know we're worth the money who are, who is there like paramore <laughs> paramore take us on tour that'd be so fun we're legend. courtney love courtney please. love hole who else is there who's like really big you can't ask for courtney love no, God. she's got to come to she's you. She's like a feral cat. She is. Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. Shh. Courtney. Hello. She's there, like, hanging from the ceiling. Like, <laughs> um, who, what other big bands? Like, what massive punk Kim bands? Kim Gordon. Like? Kim fucking Gordon. Kim I fucking love, love you. I fucking love you, Kim Gordon. Thurston Moore, you can go suck a dick. Yeah, he should. I saw him outside. I worked at a music shop in Brighton, it's and Thurston Moore shop, like, he just came past once, and I was like, that's fucking Thurston Moore. It was crazy. Um, what big punk bands like out there? We've always wanted to support Amal and the Sniffers. Yeah, Amal and the yeah. Sniffers. I feel like you girls Fucking would up. do really well. Yeah, Come where on, you, where you at? Me casa, Sue casa. Your house is mine. Your house <laughs> is mine. <laughs>
but then at the same time, you girls might be a little too similar to them. Yeah, a uh, yeah, little bit, a yeah. little bit, a little bit. It's true, that bit. is always the risk. But, but we yeah. just fucking love them. I just yeah. like no, Amy cool. Taylor's an icon, man. Yeah. Yes, with a fucking yes. Adidas shorts, and she's just there like, what, what, what? That's yeah. so cool. Like that's just sick. Yeah. yeah. Who else is there? Bro, mannequin pussy. Love you guys. Starcrawler, you're fucking sick. Destroy Boys, we know them quite well. You're fucking icons. We played with Destroy Boys before. They're, they're sick. I don't know who else there is in the US. Steve Albini. St- Steve Albini. Give me a call. Please. <laughs> this guy. So basically, any big bands, book them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> thank you. Them. Like, just come through. Just fucking come through. Just like, come through. We're sick. We're really good. And fucking hell. There's, like, four four butt cheeks between us here not that you six get to six with s- our drummer six with our drummer well I think three I'm for two mate <laughs> three for two we're flogging them we're flogging our cheeks man left right and centre well you girls were great today I think I'm gonna close with that yeah and thank you so much for giving me some of your time you girls are fucking hilarious and you're strong badass women and I love that thank you love you as are you sick legend <laughs> We love pretty girls! And you 